everybody. Dave Stevens here for Gary Stein and Stevens. And of course, I'm at the home offices here in Bristol, Connecticut, uh, where I worked for over 20 years and uh, get to have one of my co-workers from back in the golden days of ESPN joining us tonight. But uh, joining me right now, of course, is my co-host in Minnesota, Troy. Gary, uh, Troy, has the snow started up there? Is it as cold as I think it usually gets about this time up there in Duluth? Yeah, any day now, Dave. All right. Well, uh, I want to bring in our guest tonight. First, let me tell you a little bit about his playing career. He played in uh, Washington. He played in Denver. He won a couple of Super Bowls, and then he went on to uh, an illustrious career as a broadcaster at ESPN. He finds himself in the uh, press box these days for Fox doing play-by-play, but he's on everything. He's got an opinion. He talks. He hosts. Uh, I don't know if he sings or dances, but uh, my buddy Mark Schlereth joining us. Uh, Stink, thanks for being a part of our show tonight. It is great to have you uh, in there. I know you're busy prepping for everything going on this weekend, but it is so good to see you, brother. How are you? I'm doing great, Dave. Good to see you. It's been uh, it's been a few, but I always see you at certain events. So uh, I don't know, Super Bowls and ever the other places we bump into each other but great yeah it, it's it's great to have you on tonight and we get to reminisce and talk and think about uh, all the good things involved with football but right out of the gate i gotta ask you since you know you were a former offensive lineman um are you ready to jump into the coaching ranks as a head coach big topic of conversation here in denver because obviously Broncos and you know uh, I get asked that question since my buddy Jeff Saturday took and, and you know it, it it it's an interesting proposition um, for smart, smart football guy um was a great player for um has a great backstory you know because he was a free agent that football and working and, and and doing things uh, away from apples and started that that 14 year journey so he's got a great great story it's really really interesting you know you, you think, think about coaches today and how many guys are calling you know and um, have trouble managing games and this that all CEO if you will and I look at Seattle right now, and Pete Carroll, um, all the different things that have gone on in Seattle, them trading away Russell Wilson, uh, you know, surprising everybody being, what, having six wins right now, I think Vegas wins right now, and um, and leading the, the uh, NFC West, and the coordinator, but when he took over as a head coach, and he was head coach for the Jets at USC. But when he took over in Seattle, he wasn't trying to football. And he is involved in building that, that culture in Seattle and facility, man. Everything's a competition. Like, uh, we're going we're gonna to monitor who he all dialed in, and that's Pete Carroll's philosophy. And so I look at coach position. You're not asked to coach, 
you know, to 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 call, call play. And I, I think that's really, really what Jim Irsay, the owner of the in, uh, in man ain't coming to coach us. So we can bring back some of that, that glory established in Indianapolis when, when you know, you know, arguably they were they were one. Of, so, so, um, yeah, that 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 uh, my name has come up. You know, I mean, I am uh, not lobbying for anybody's job. I've Yeah, you work with a lot of uh, good announcers, Dick Stockton, Chris Myers. Do you have a Dick Stockton story you want to share with us? Stockton is just such a uh, – he's just such, such a classy guy. And Dick and Dick is, is broken in every broadcaster. Like, that's exponentially more difficult than being in studio. There's, there's just so much – um, it just is really challenging, and and um, I to be at Fox, and I got, got paired with Dick. I mean, it's, it, I mean, so um, we had had a great two year run together, learning so much about broadcasting, and then you know, just kind of hanging. Out. It was was interesting for me because I, I told Dick, so feel free, I, I always told him that there's no virgin meat on my ass when I'm screwing things up or I'm not doing what what you need me to do, and all, all that comes with me every Sunday morning. And, um, and so every Sunday morning before we went over to the stadium, and um, calm before the storm, before we went out and did games. And ball, basketball. I mean, he was the lead basketball guy for those uh, NBA championships between the Lakers and the Celtics. NFL games forever. And he's, he's like, I've been doing this for 50 years. Let's go sit down and have breakfast every Sunday morning and years. And and I tell you what, just a class act, a great man. And I have nothing but uh, the utmost respect and um, and great. Mark, I, I was often wondering, you know, back in our days at ESPN, you had to do so much research and you. You know, it's tough as a player to to rate a player or to talk about a player or to call them out on something. And I'm wondering, is a game plan for a broadcast a lot tougher than the game plan for an offensive lineman? I mean, you know, an offensive lineman just has to know blocks, schemes, pressures, things like that. But you need to know both sides of the ball all the way down to the punter and special teams guys so you know at a moment's notice you can bring up any kind of thing about him, where he's from. I mean, so I'm wondering... How do you game plan for that on a week-to-week basis? Yeah, I, I yeah, it's it's not even for me. It's not even that you know because I does a lot of that, that you know research. I'm studying a lot of film and, and looking kind of you know, what they what 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 I think they should be 
what, what they should be doing. Some of the interesting kind of nuggets that you're talking about, about, about a guy's background. So I always kind of look into that stuff. But I think, I think the biggest thing, the biggest challenge is just the global perspective of a football game. You're not analyzing every play. You're analyzing forward, and you're really, really trying to talk about the game, game um, from people. I've said, you know, you know, doing a game in the NFL is like playing the accordion. Well, do you play the accordion? And I go, no, I don't play the accordion. But, I mean, what I would imagine is you play a squeeze box in, in and, and you get very myopic on a football and you expand. And it right and and it and and talk is a generalizations of the game and so it's this constant balance of it, it is um you know it's just a it's a real there's a real and so that that's been kind of um one of the things that i think is really hard and then you play offensive line and um a on any position that you, you play, say you you watch the game through a straw hole, you know, based on the position. Excuse me, and and um, you've got to you've got to be the entirety of the game. Now I played defense in college, so an offensive lineman, but I switched to defense because uh, I was you know. Um, most of my career in college, which was a defensive player, football, um, as a junior in college, and uh, my senior year, but I switched positions. I went back over to the offensive side of the ball. That perspective of of playing defense and understanding um, defense front seven and we're trying to do um, and it really helped me as a off side of the ball I just had a different perspective on on guys where they line up and, and understanding that, that hey you know that guy he's two foot out of position or whatever and when you see that that you're like okay you kind of process that information so that certainly helped me, but it's, you know, it's a fun challenge. Well, it's been fun to watch you, and I know you've been doing a lot of games. Vikings for, you know, uh, last weekend all over the place, and uh, I know you're heading to Pittsburgh this week. Uh, how do you prepare for a game that's maybe not the one that everybody wants to see because you got to bring something special to it? Yeah. I Listen, it's broadcast to get into, hey, I'm not calling the best game of the week. You know, it's Pittsburgh and the AFC North, and it's, you know, you know, Pittsburgh's two and six, and Orleans, whatever they are, three and five. And so it's not a, you know, it's not a three and six, and two and six Pittsburgh. But anyhow. Um, 
you know, and it, like you have to understand my, my perspective. I, I, I'm a, a kid dreaming of playing for the Pittsburgh Steelers. That was my to be from the time I was 12 years old was a football player. And coming where I came from and playing in the National Football League and, you know, scholarship offered the University of Idaho and, and being injured, having an agent, and showing up to other people's workouts to beg for scouting career and actually retired from football in, in as a junior for 12, you know, to play for 12 years and start for 12 years in the NFL. Special. Um, every team is worthy. So I, I my matchup, oh, this is a great match. That has no bearing on, on the set. I was a huge Pittsburgh Steelers fan. As a kid, um, um, and football players that to me are are marquee players, and so um, I get excited about stuff like that. You're muted. You're muted, Dave. Of course, because that's why yeah, I don't. I lost you, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we got to pay some bills. Uh, I got to see if I can correct this audio and uh, get things going again. So stay with us on Geary Shine and Stevens. Don't go away. Hi again, everybody. Dave Stevens from the Geary Stein and Stevens Show for Manscaped here at the home of the Philadelphia Eagles. And why am I on the turf? Well, because Manscaped really helps us groom that turf. The stuff down below when you use all the Manscaped products, all the amazing Manscaped products that they have to groom, to shave, to keep clean, to smell good with the shampoos, the conditioners, the deodorants, the lip balm, all of the great stuff. Manscaped has great products, not only for down below, but for all of the stuff up above too. And if you go to the website, manscaped.com, and type in the show code GSS Show, you get 20% off of your order, and you'll be able to have the best grooming materials that money can buy. So I use the Manscaped products every time I'm at a professional sporting event, and it makes me look great to get great locker room interviews and, of course, to continue to use the great Manscaped products. That's manscaped.com. Type in the show code GSS Show for 20% off. You'll look good. I look good. I smell good because I use Manscaped. And I'm so excited to announce that we're going to be on television. Well, we are now, but we're even more so now because you can watch the Geary Stein and Stevens show from the luxury of your laptop or your big screen or wherever you watch uh, things. And that's what we got going on here now as Geary and Stein and Stevens is on your home TV. You just go to yourhometv.com. You type in the, sh- the, the, the Geary Stein and Stevens thing. I want to say show code because they give away so much, but it's that easy. And now you can see Linda Cohn and the best of our shows with Lee Steinberg and all the people. And uh, like I said, you can work out. My buddy Jason, now he watches the show all the way down in Miami. So Gary Stein and Stevens on your home TV. And uh, we lost our guest for a little bit. I hope he's popping back on. If he hasn't, 
Uh, we are tap dancing, but uh, Troy, we're, we're waiting for Mark to pop back in, but uh, so far, so good. It, it's great to hear his insight, especially, you know, when you talk about a game that maybe doesn't mean so much for us, but it still means a lot to him, not only as a uh, broadcaster, but like you said, going back to Pittsburgh where he wanted to play as a little kid, uh, some good insight there. Yeah, and he said that's one of his favorite stadiums to visit, so that's, that was kind of interesting to hear that. It, it, it's good to hear, and again, working with him for so many years, um, it, it, you know, it was fun because we would sit in the newsroom and talk about uh, all of the things that were going on in the NFL, and we would crack jokes about players and make fun of them, and it was just one of those cool camaraderie-type things that, that you get in the newsroom, and that's why it was so awesome to work in those days at ESPN, and Mark is back joining us as we, as we uh, continue our part two of uh, Geary, Stein, and Stevens, and Mark, uh, back in the day, uh, you know, it was excited to hear uh, that you were going to join us because I wanted to bring some uh, stuff out of uh, mothballs and see if you remember uh, this guy, your uh, acting debut when you were on Guiding Light. Uh, man, that was so cool to see you behind the scenes, uh, rocking and rolling, and of course you were rock, and uh, just so, some of your memories of being on the soap opera and TV and those kind of things. Me up, but it's funny. I was sitting in the newsroom, Dave, and, and look how skinny I was. Room, and um, I got an e email from basically email said, "Hey, we really like you on television. We like your television presence. Look, so we'd love, love you to come out, out and be on the show." And I, I really was getting punked. I just closed out my emails and was like, nah, I'm going to be on camera. Like, ah, we got you, you idiot. So, you know, like, uh, um, and, and so I just. We lost him right there. We've got him back. Sorry about we have Sorry about that's all right. That's the price you pay for uh, internet uh, podcasting. But uh, go for it. Right. You were shocked they had you. Yeah. In. Well, I was shocked because I thought I was getting punked. You know, I on uh, um, I read the email and and I, I told you guys that the you know, on television they gave a good trait, great television. Um, and, and we think you have a soap opera look. So think about. You know, auditioning coming on our show. It literally, I inst like almost instantly because because I thought Wingo or or or, Yuck or I thought I was getting pumped. Really, as well, but I, there's no way that this is true. Like they everything down. And I'm like look, looking around the newsroom. You, know, you guys think you're gonna get me and get me? Like I grew. Up, nobody's getting me. And so anyhow, you know, like that night and. Uh, uh, open up my, my laptop and uh, instantly get a response back. Back and um, you no, know, I'm down, down in New York uh, auditioning, and they um, I, I spent two years on a recurring role of uh, Doctor or uh, Detective Rock Hoover on The Guiding Light. What a fun time that must have been. We, I know, I remember we gave you lots of grief in the newsroom, and uh, you know, sure. it, was, it was always fun. You know, Trey and those guys—they rode you relentlessly. 
the pretty boy that you were and everything like that. But, uh, you know, when you got to be on Ballers, you got to be on some other things, uh, although you're playing yourself on Ballers mm-hmm. mostly. Um, but, uh, right. you know, did you ever think in your NFL career that, you know, in the trenches, this big, fat, heavy lineman like you were would turn into this pretty boy? Oh, uh, never, never, I mean, never thought that would ever happen. And, you know, get to go do ballers and, and spend a bunch of time with Dwayne and some of the other actors on the show. And, and like, it just phenomenal, really cool story. And we have lost him once again, uh, telling the story about ballers, but, uh, Ghosts and Goblins, Halloween is over, but we've got yeah, you back, we, Mark. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. get through this. We're limping to the uh, finish line. So there, there we go. Yeah, um, I, yeah, I don't. It just it's really cool to be a part of that show. The great production crew, the great behind Levinson, the producer of that show, people, and, and working with the Rock. I mean, the salt to the earth, and every every day. When I played in the training room, I was the first guy um, um, in the facility every day. I always rolled in about, and um, and there was this there's this room on the training room wall, the training room. So I'd always go in the training room, and then I'd start two hours of rehab before meeting started at nine. I'd walk in the building at five a.m. five to seven. And then I'd study film from seven to nine to our our first meeting, but every day I read this plaque that was on on the wall, and training room to this day, and that, that plaque says, "You can eat a man by how he, he treats those who can do nothing for him." That was Dwayne Johnson, like is, is kind and is curious as anybody I've ever been around. And we were filming this scene where this dude is in his 40 and then he gets excited and he's um, through all these palm trees on the. Oh, the fun of live internet television. We've lost him again. He's going to be right in the middle of his story. Welcome back, Mark. Go yeah. for it. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I don't know if that's me or I don't know what's. Um, I'm blaming your cable guys, you know. It's it's a great scene, and, and we were supposed to be jumping, you know, doing, doing backflips off the And so we we stand, and, you know, this kid is warming up. This we're just watching this kid warm, warm up, and we're going to start minutes. So Dwayne Johnson leaves to his trailer, and um, they reset. It, they move all the cameras. We're just standing around watching it. Gym, gymnast kid rolls in there and he starts doing back flips off this boat and and, and all kinds. And we're, we're all sitting there just, just watching him. Just an incredible athlete the guy is. And Wayne Johnson bebopping back down the trail. Yeah, we're just all watching this kid. And for like 30 seconds. And say, hey man, my name is Dwayne Johnson. What's your name? Who you are, right? I, I, I get it. And he goes, This is the guy. He goes, Well, I was a gymnast at the University of what, 
he has this entire conversation. He's like, oh, gladly, da, 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 da. what do you do still do? And he just invests literally in this kid's life. And myself, you dumbass, like, <laughs> you sat here and watched the word, right? But that's, that's doing, and I, I just have so much respect to you. So anyhow, that's, that's my that story. Uh, you won three Super Bowl championships, but I want to talk about your first one with Washington. Uh, that was played uh, here in Minnesota at the Metrodome. Uh, what do you most remember about that game, and uh, what's your favorite Super Bowl memory out of all three of them? Um, that game was, you know, we, we left Minnesota and bus about up in the mountains um, for Saturday night, um, get ourselves away from everything because you know the game game didn't kick clock p.m. or whatever it was and in the mountains and just kind of was we're there as a team hotel everything and bust up them and it was interesting um just had of you know the fact that we were just in and you know john Matt called that game and he came to our play and um, we were on a show one another. I mean, it was one of the most been around. We were, it's full tilt. It's a snot out of one another. And um, um, later I find out Joe Gibbs, he called the practice a little bit early because we were just, just and um, John Madden looked at Pat, Pat Summer like, um, at the time we were like the Redskins are going, going to destroy the Bills. They're, they're going to kill the Buffalo Bills. Physical practice, and um, you know, ultimately twenty-four, but it wasn't that close. We gave them a couple late scores, um, and you know, Super Bowl team in, in the history of the Super Bowl, well, the only ever to be a top, top five offense, as a top five defense team, um, and so. We were we were the memory though is seeing John get his first first one both thirty two being an eleven point underdog to the pack watching John get that first Super Bowl that's the coolest things I've ever seen and, and ever been a part of. And it was great, you know. You got to you know play with Elway. I mean, t- talk a little bit about what that relationship was like when when you guys were together in the trenches uh, doing things that. Uh, a lot of teams didn't get a chance to do. Yeah, well, Elway was always one of those dudes that. And right when he talks about John Elway, of course, Mark pops back up. So we'll just tap dance for the five seconds it costs to reestablish him. And he will begin to talk about John Elway once again. Go All, for right. It, Mark. All right. All right. <laughs> uh, here, but, but uh, uh, Elway was so much fun. Um, um, it didn't, but the, there was just a confidence. Uh, um, you know, every time you uh, stepped up, it, it didn't matter where you were, like what the situation was, believability that we can win this game. 
you know, we we had a third down in against the Pittsburgh Steelers. It was a third down, and I think it was seven. And um, work with Shannon Sharp is you know, you know yelling, what do we what do we got? And you know, it's loud and it's crazy. You know, trying to win a, a world championship and uh, first down to effectively put a stop to it. Back and um and just get open just get open that was our that third down you know we to all these west coast this, this that and the other and oh, oh you know how our play was just just, just get open and uh, um did and, and he double like it was a double kick off his hands he re- re- re-established connection i think we uh we got it by like a yard it was third and um, and then it was the rest of the clock. So uh, um, I just felt like we're we're good. We got a boy. We're fine. Well, you were fine, and uh, it was great to see the successes for John. And hopefully, it continues as he's uh, up to the high level. And you're watching a lot of your teammates and former guys you worked in the trenches with becoming coaches, and all these kind of crazy things that make football so much fun and uh we're gonna put a bow on this show and wrap it up right after this gotta pay a couple of bills so don't go away you are watching Geary stein and stevens and you're also listening to it wherever you find podcasts on spotify apple and all of the podcast things and again thank you for supporting us and loving us it's important that we do a good job for you guys so stay tuned don't go away Hi again, everybody. Dave Stevens. Hi again, everybody. Dave Stevens, Stevens from the Gary Stein and Stevens, and Stevens Show. And you know, I'm on the road a lot covering like professional teams like the Philadelphia Beautiful Stadium, but I don't have a lot of time to eat. What I do use, though, is Athletic Greens One. It's a great supplement that you can use every day to get that nutrition that you're missing. And you know what? If you're drinking those energy drinks, those monster drinks, those add up where this costs just $3 a day. It's got over 75 vitamins and nutrients in it that it would take you so many pills and bottles to take but it's all right here. You just put a couple of scoops in with the water. You mix it up with either lemon juice or what I like to use with frozen uh, fruit. It tastes great. It makes you feel good. And of course, it is going to make you live life better. So Athletic Greens 1, if you want more information, go to athleticgreens.com backslash GSS. They'll give you a year's supply of vitamin D if you go to that website. So continue to follow Stevens, Stein, and Geary, or Geary, Stein, and Stevens, wherever you go. But make sure you're taking Athletic Greens 1. Hi again, everybody. Dave Stevens from the Geary, Stein, and Stevens Show for Manscaped here at the home of the Philadelphia Eagles. And why am I on the turf? Well, because Manscaped really helps us groom that turf. The stuff down below, when you use all the Manscaped products, all the amazing Manscaped products that they have to groom, to shave, to keep clean, to smell good with the shampoos, the conditioners, the deodorants, the lip balm, all of the great stuff. Manscaped has great products, not only for down below, but for all of the stuff up above, too. And if you go to the website, manscaped.com, and type in the show code GSS Show, you get 20% off of your order, and you'll be able to have the best grooming materials that money can buy. So I use the Manscaped products every time I'm at a professional sporting event, and it makes me look great to get great locker room interviews and, of course, to continue to use the great Manscaped products. That's manscaped.com. Type in the show code GSS Show for 20% off. You'll look good. I look good. I smell good because I use Manscaped.
And as we said, your home TV, we get to watch it because we're on it. So please continue to follow Gary Stein and Stevens on all social media platforms. But now you can watch us on your home TV. So please go to yourhometv.com, type in Gary Stein and Stevens, and you can watch us. Yeah, just like that when you're working out, doing all that fun stuff. So don't forget to support Gary Stein and Stevens because we got so many amazing friends and family and everybody watching us, of course, and we do have to pay our bills. And of course, those bills mean that you are dressing up just like I do in fresh, clean threads. You want 20% off the world's softest, comfiest, best-fitting men's clothes. Fresh, clean threads has your back, your front, your sides, and everything from tees to Henley's pullovers and hoodies. You get designer quality basics without paying ridiculous designer prices. Everybody looks good. I look good. I have confidence. Even though I don't have legs, I dress and look really good in the fresh, clean threads. Type in the GSS show code for 20% off, and you will look as good as I do. Right, Troy? Do I look good in these fresh, clean threads that I'm wearing? Plus, I find out we can send products to our guests, so we got to get some stuff here and get that out to Mark so he can start manscaping and, uh, you know, all that kind of stuff. But before we let Stink go, Troy, you've you've been itching, itching to ask this question for a couple of weeks since you found out he was going to be on the show. So I've heard it many times, but I, I it never it never gets old. So go for it, brother. So I just want to know how you got your nickname, Stink. There's different stories out there, so I just wanted to hear directly from you. Uh, uh, all right. I, I think my mic unmute me. This is the host. You, you hear me now? Yeah, we can hear you. Good. Uh, so I, I actually got my nickname. Uh, my sister taught in a village in Alaska on the Kuskokwim River called the first run of salmon during the uh, salmon season, native people there would dip net the salmon, pull out of salmon. Um, they would dig a big pit, clean out the salmon. They cut off the heads of the salmon. They would bury them, um, and they would rot. And then they would dig them up weeks later, rotten fermented fish heads, and, and so heads. And um, I told that rookie playing for Washington in Instinct Head. And, uh, um, and then it became over time to stink. But it, that, that nickname stuck um, and because there was a, a night game, preseason game against the Cleveland Browns. I was the um, I was a member of the starting member of the the hogs um i ended up right guard but i also was backing up left guard and back case anybody got hurt and so um in the fourth quarter late and i and i was like that's i'm just gonna go in my pants and i go in the bathroom i, I can't go to the bathroom i'm just in case somebody gets hurt and so I just sideline, and um, I, like as luck would have it, as soon as I did it, they were like, "Like stink, stink!" You gonna got hurt, and I had to go snap. So Stan Hump wanted some warm up snaps, and I had literally, and 
So I was like, all right. Lady Blue 80s, I snapped the ball and just like, you know, I mean, I'm sopping wet. And hey, somebody <laughs> dry him off with, somebody dry him off with, with sweat. And I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, that's my friend, but it's all right. All right. So that, that nickname was never going to go, go away after. So that's, that's kind of how the, the nickname, if you will. Well, unlike other sports where you can go in the dugout or into the locker room, I mean, things you're getting punched in the kidney, the liver, things like that. I mean, bodily functions are going to happen. I don't think the fans are aware that it's a probably a little more irrelevant. And then we see puking and spitting. I mean, there's a lot of body functions going on in an NFL game, right? There are. And, you know, when occasionally uh, I pee in my pants pretty much every game. <laughs> but, but, uh, <laughs> always it wasn't always a lot um but yeah like really the season had to jump on the car because uh, <laughs> it happens right poop happens so, hey, so anyhow you you've got a product too that makes you go number two right i mean we've got to talk about the green chili that is stinking good stinks uh, green yeah. chili and you can find it there and and i've got a nice graphic so Tell us a little bit about the background behind the chili and how it's doing and, and just kind of like, you know, where did this come from? Yeah, it's just a, me and a buddy of mine, the company, gosh, 15 years ago. It's been, it's been kind of a fun labor of love, you know, country stores and a bunch of Costco's here in Colorado, a few places around in New Mexico and in Arizona. Yeah, it's been kind of a labor of love. and. And it's always you know, thought was going to be a lot easier than it really is. You know, we're plugging away and we're doing okay. And so, so it's been, it's kind of been a fun project for me. It's his recipe. And I, I just loved it. Um, I started, he'd bring it to me every day. And, and it was always kind of an ongoing joke sell it. And so, you know, and then we did kind of the rest is history. So it's been, it's been like I said, and you've been able to, you know, make make your life part of that, and also your family life as far as your children. And I mean, mm-hmm. Daniel had a professional career; it was great at ESPN when we were together to watch him get drafted from Arizona, make it to the pros, and uh, you know, uh-huh. to, to to watch that. I mean, it was it was so great to just to work with you. But uh, before I let you go, I got to put you on the spot because it's been a weird up and down year. You were an offensive lineman that protected these quarterbacks. So, Troy's an official. I got to ask this question. What do you think of the officiating lately? Are they really protecting the quarterbacks, or are we getting to the point where, you know, this game is getting a little soft, or or what are your thoughts? I know you you always like to leave your opinion. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I mean, I think it's officials to do. It was fairly ridiculous. Um, you know, we're asking them to protect these quarterbacks, and I don't protect the quarterbacks but at the same time it's football so i you know i'm as well so i i know it's a, a thing, hard, hard job but i i think the league creates um a, a situation now the officials can't really do their job as well their job so i i think there's a lot of things that you look at why they protect the quarterbacks 
quarterback so much. I know why to watch backup quarterbacks play. I get that, but um, it, they still have to play. play right? I just you know, I'm I'm one of those guys that looks at it. Hits are just standard football hits. Same long enough. Um, if you, you play this game, it, it doesn't matter if you play long. It's a hundred percent. Um, it's not if it's when um, you are, are going to get hurt. You, um, and and that's part, part of the allure. Of, I just I just where I get protecting the head and the neck and all. But at the same time, you got to let you got to get let quarterbacks can't be protected to the degree that um, it's 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 tough. I I, mean, I think. The, the other thing about the officiating in this league that there's you know, you know a lot of these a lot of these guys are told, told to hey swallow if it's close swallow your way figure it out uh, I just think that's you know I mean if you see it call it consequences be damned that's kind of how I look at it but job so um, it's easy to complain though. it's very easy to complain. Yeah, especially if uh, you're on the wrong side of the uh, the the score, especially now that the league has eased up on gambling and FanDuel and all those kind of things. Things I never saw in my uh, I thought I saw right. in our lifetimes, but it, it sure changes. I, I, Dave, so um, you know, I was always and and through college football uh, by, by some great great NFL coaches, Joe. Um, my Mike Shanahan, same thing, great man. Um, um, but every team I ever played on, going all the way to the University of Idaho and Keith Gilbertson with the University of Idaho, I played for, we always used to say, never comes down to one play. Um, as, a, as a team and as a player, play. so, so, you know, that that's old in my head. That's a loser's lament. There's 65 plays we're going to make, and one bad call by the official. We can't be what, you know, what, like, we have to make more, more plays than that. So, so that, that the officials don't cost you games. And if you let it come down to one bad, bad call, then shame on you for letting it get to that point. That's how we always approached it. And that's what I believe. And that's a great way to end it. So don't let bad calls or bad blips and audios and things affect the show because we had a great show. Yes. Right, right. brother? <laughs> hey, there you go. I love it. All right. Hey, man, I miss you. Uh, we, like you said, we don't get to see each other enough. I, I really treasure the days where we just sit back and talk football, life, family like that. You were always so good to me at ESPN. And I just, uh, I treasure our friendship. It's uh, you know we we pass like ships in the night, but it's always good when we get together. Absolutely. Yeah, you guys be well, man. Anytime you need me, just. All right. Thanks, Mark. Troy. Thank you, Mark. All right. You got it. Right, guys, take Mark Slareth joining us, and uh, man, taking time out of his busy schedule. That's uh, that's that's pretty cool. And I know there was some choppiness in the audio uh, a little bit for our listeners and viewers, but uh, 
those are the breaks when you get a great guy like that. We just try to do what we can to fix it. So uh, thanks, Mark, for joining us to be a part of our show. Uh, Troy, final thoughts? It was a great night uh, you know, with Mark and uh, our other show with Scott. So, um, yeah. Yeah, it's been a good week. And we, we got some more things coming up, some secrets. Uh, might have a uh, former Chicago Bull basketball player coming uh, on in uh, a week or so. I'm not going to give away the name, uh, but uh, he was a part of some of those titles. So, And, again, part of our show is, of course, our sponsors. So don't forget AG1 athleticgreens.com from the gss show you want to make sure you go to that type it in you get that uh special vitamin d for a year is that what that is because uh, i know you you utilize this as well and, uh, you feel good when you use it right troy oh yeah it's giving me a great uh boost of energy no more energy drinks for me so and and, and when i'm dancing when i'm when i'm dancing when i want to feel good and again these fresh clean threads Go to freshcleanthreads.com. You get these t-shirts. My son's been buying them. People are stealing mine because they want to wear them. They feel so good. They wash good. You throw them in the washer, they come out. They're pretty much wrinkle-free. I mean, it really has been nice to have that. And, of course, I got to shave a little bit. And especially when I'm on the road, Manscaped has helped me look good, feel good. Uh, all the products that they have from the shampoos down to the lip balm. Again, 20% off of Manscaped. Type it in that GSS show. So, all right, brother, I see you're looking ahead and trying to book some guests and stuff like that all the way up in Canada. God bless you for being a part of our show. From what hotel are you in? You want to give them a plug? Um, no, <laughs> I don't. Uh, the internet's spotty, so I'm on my spot, yeah, yeah, spot yeah. here. So. Maybe they're the reason. They're the reason we kept losing. Maybe it's maybe, maybe it's this is the reason. Yeah. But, uh, right. yeah, excited for a show. Uh, we'll have Chris Long here uh, maybe next week sometime. So. Yeah. It's going to be good, and uh, we'll get some more people on and talking about their lives and things like that. So, And if you guys have a good guest or a good question, suggestion, don't forget to email us. Follow us on all social media platforms. That's, of course, the Gary Stein and Steven's show. Uh, and that's it for tonight. So for Will, who's on assignment, back at his job, and Troy, we're going to wave as we say good night from Gary Stein and Steven's. We love you.